0: The guy's like, oh, no, no, I'll give you a, give you a twelve second delay, and Parker has to ask. He's like, oh, what's a twelve second delay? I've heard of 10-second delays. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, but bigger. This is like a two minute dialogue we have in this movie.
1: It is. He's like, it's a delay of twelve seconds. I wanted him so badly to be like, what's a twelve second delay, and for the other guy to just be like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> God awful movie.
3: Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema. Because no billionaires want to hate fuck us. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting to my immediate left is my good
0: friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks. Uh, You know who's a great actor? Kirk Cameron. (laughs) Underrated. Kirk Cameron. Wow. Missed that guy.
3: And sitting 81 miles to my right is my bad friend
1: Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? Speak for yourself about the hate fucking thing. There's a Taiwanese (laughs) businessman. I've been trolling his single-handed Facebook page for the last six years. We're getting there. We're getting there. (laughs) No, you meet me at the Mandarin Oriental Hotel at 59th Street. (laughs)
3: Well no, th- th- there are plenty of billionaires that want you to be hate fucked I get I get that I understand that <laughs> I, That much I will concede so tell us Heath what in the world inspired the Kurt Cameron love uh, that we will be
0: breaking down today I, that's not, that doesn't count as a
3: sentence but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna throw it out there anyway
0: yeah all right we watched Apocalypse caught in the eye of the storm. It's the first of a four-part series uh-huh. about the end times that was supposed to be five parts, but I think YouTube finally rejected them for the last <laughs> one.
3: They weren't picked up for yeah, another season. they didn't
0: season. get picked up by YouTube that last time. <laughs> and uh, this one is the story of the rapture and the following seven days as told through a series of what I'm assuming were cut scenes from cops and unsolved mysteries. <laughs> Lovely. And Eli, I'm going to use
3: the term movie here in its loosest possible sense, but how bad was this movie?
1: Well, if you love stock footage, hate lenses that haven't been smeared in Vaseline, and want to prove once and for all that that 27-part video series you ordered from Joel Osteen wasn't a waste of money, you will love this movie. This movie is exactly equal parts left behind The Atheist Delusion, Days of Our Lives, and Jim Backer (laughs) infomercial.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. It was fucking amazing. All right. Two-part question for you. Number one, was this the laziest film ever made? And as a follow-up, is this also the laziest film possible to make?
1: Yeah, this is the easiest film to make where you don't have to yell world star while doing it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this movie had three kids just to get more welfare benefits. So yes and yes.
1: Our jokes were thematic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, they weren't. (laughs) Now, Eli thought they were.
3: As, that's both of your ones. Now, <laughs> as near as I can tell, this film, all right, this Apocalypse movie was produced by the same guys that did Left Behind right before they signed on big names like Kurt Cameron. So this was like – this was proof of concept, right? This was their way to prove <laughs> so that they had depressing. the chops to take on this project. And apparently this is a test they passed. <laughs> Right, like How bad would it have had to have
1: been for them to have failed? Yeah, what, what, oh. what was the first draft that Kirk turned down? Where he was like, <laughs> Sorry, fellas, but you kept the lens cap on the entire time. <laughs> That's on us. Sorry. Give us a week. We'll refilm it. All
0: right. We'll, ma- we'll make the Apocalypse Holiday special. It'll be great.
3: <laughs> yeah, the December bonus episode for our patrons, by the way, is going to be awesome. Um, all right, so <laughs> is there anything that you guys would like to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to say best worst attempt to make Schindler's List for Christian people. (laughs) It's the...
1: I don't know that I would give it to this movie. I got (laughs) it. We've had so many at this point that I was like, really? Persecuted? Um, can I go with best worst Canadians pretending to be American? Hello, this is the president of the United States. Sorry. And I just want to say I'm sorry to all the Mount Cops cops that are gonna <laughs> die here in beautiful sakatoa or new york
0: <laughs> sorry sorry yeah, sorry I like also um
1: best worst distance between actors there is no two shot of this movie where the people are not inches away there no. are gay men having sex right now that are ...physically further apart than most of the actors are in this film. Amazing. I see you have one more on your list as well. I do. Most insidious (laughs) use of stock footage. I mean, look, we have watched a lot of Apocalypse movies, and usually they have the decency to show... One or two clips of something real, a forest fire, maybe a world leader who we all recognize talking, but we don't know what he's saying. And then they sort of an aircraft carrier. Yeah, right. This movie uses all of its like bad stuff happening during the apocalypse of real footage from newsreels of real people suffering from not the pretend thing they're pretending it is. (laughs) Well, right, right. okay. so like. It was bad when the movie we watched
3: about Columbine used the Columbine stock footage, right? We took them to task for that.
1: But at least they acknowledged the thing that actually caused the suffering. Right. They weren't like, and this is what happened when the high schoolers failed their math quiz. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, and that's in we should point out right
3: up uh, up front, by the way, that that's about seventy five percent of this movie, right? Is us watching other people's misery being reappropriated for their imaginary fa- fairy tale?
1: Also, with the entirely wrong caption, so it'll be very clearly Asian police beating up an Asian person, and it'll be like Belgium, and I'm like, unless <laughs> that's little Tokyo in Belgium. <laughs>
3: Yeah, they even have countries that didn't exist at the time. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I do want to throw out one best worst, which is uh, the best worst inappropriate soundtrack. All right. So like very clearly they went into this movie with 10 songs, right? These are the songs we have and they had to just match them to the most appropriate scenes. (laughs) Because over and over again, the music could not fit less with what's going on in the scene—the the mood of it, the the lyrics of it—and they're also all the lyrics are fucking
0: hilarious. I don't too. think any of these songs could have fit into any scene in any movie. You couldn't; it wouldn't matter where you put them. Guys, Chew you're that.
1: saying that the proper soundtrack for Apocalypse, Caught in the Eye of the Storm, is not twenty best songs to marital rape your wife to? I am.
3: <laughs> no. That was the alternative title to the soundtrack, I'm sure. All right. Well, as Heath already alluded to, we got three more of these motherfuckers yet to review, which means we're going to have to pace ourselves. So we'll pause for a quick break. and When we come back, we'll break down all the stock footage and B-roll that is Apocalypse Caught in the Eye of the Storm. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder that tickets for god-awful movies live in Chicago with Tom and Cecil from Cognitive Dissonance are still available and going fast. And we mean really fast. As of this recording today, Friday the 2nd, we've sold 100 tickets, and at the rate we're going, the remaining seats in the theater won't last long. Also, a quick side note, as of right now, we're sold out of VIP seating, which guarantees you front-row tickets and an exclusive VIP-only dinner with us and the CogDisc crew. But we are looking to adding more with the theater, and we'll let you know as soon as we do. But don't wait. Our last show in New New York sold out, and we expect this one to sell out as well, so grab your tickets while you can, and don't say we didn't warn you. Link for the tickets will be in the show notes for this episode or on the Facebook fan page, which, if you haven't liked already, is a great place to follow us, find extra content, and get early dibs on tickets and events like these. And now, back to the show.
4: So, you are the ones who've been causing so much trouble in my new world order. Speak your names.
0: I'm uh, no illusions. Yeah, hi, uh, I'm Heath. like the place. Is that, is that marble? That's y- nice. Y-
4: yeah, it is. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I- in the streets, they tell me that you say I am I- the
3: Antichrist, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw your movie like a hundred times for our show.
4: My, my movie?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, trust us, man. This is as awkward for us as it is for you. It, we were atheists before all of this and, we used to do this movie review show, so we've seen the apocalypse like six, seven times now.
0: Uh, eight, actually. You're forgetting that Chinese one we did. Oh, Chinese yeah. Oh, God, yeah. that was awful. Mm-hmm.
4: Silence! Look, if you know so much about me, then you know that you must join, join or die. die. Stop,
2: Stop that. that. How, how, are how are you, are you doing, doing that?
0: that? I, I am God, am God and, and I shall, shall not be, be disrespected, disrespected this way. way. Yeah, no. yeah, geez, this is getting boring. Can God, we just okay. move uh, on?
4: Gods, take them away.
0: Oh, no, sure hope we don't get
3: executed only for everyone to change their minds at the last second.
0: Yeah, what kind of setup you got there? Abandoned church? Horse trailer? Is this mixed?
4: Okay, get, get, get out of here. Wait, 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 wait. What happened to your third guy? I heard there, there were three of you.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, he died from a locust lion lady face thing.
4: Oh, sorry to hear that.
0: Yeah, yeah, we think he was trying to fuck it.
3: Oh. Maybe. Yeah, he died doing what he loved. It's okay. Good point. That's your one. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start this movie with a based on true bullshit disclaimer.
1: Yeah, this is based on true hallucinations, So, as, as
3: it turns out. Yeah, so we get that you know the biblical writing of, oh, this shit's really going to happen. And then we, we zoom out of uh, – we're on like a, a cross around some old lady's neck, and we're zooming out while we hear the news talk about all the apocalypse stuff that's going on.
0: Yeah, there's armies from 60 nations with troops in the Valley of Armageddon in Israel. Yeah. Now, are there – 60 nations that have like legitimate armies like the standing were that? army yeah Just like Canada five guys with a shield and like <laughs> like the Olympics <laughs> what sorry yeah but <laughs> excuse me so what we've got
3: here is we've got grandma and Helen sitting on the couch together and grandma is pretty sure that this is the apocalypse and what's more that Helen isn't quite Jesusy enough
0: for the apocalypse. Yeah. Grandma's, she's flipping through the Bible as she's watching this. She's beaming at the TV like a kid watching The Chimney on Christmas Eve. She's (laughs) pumped about the apocalypse.
1: She's so excited for it. Uh, But that's when the bell rings because, you know how you ring the doorbell of your own home? (laughs) (laughs) And in comes Bronson.
0: Bronson. Seriously, fuck you. Your name's not Bronson. Bronson is the character's name. Absolutely not.
1: I want to talk about what Bronson looks like. Can I talk about what Bronson looks like? I thought you might. Okay. Uh, Bronson looks like the Frankenstein monster went on the Bachelorette.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He looks like his mom had reverse Zika. Whatever that would be.
1: (laughs) He looks like the Pokemon Ted Danson evolves into. (laughs)
0: host of a game show about phrenology.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I bet he got the part because not only could he star in the movie, but they could project it onto his forehead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, some people have that thing you call an ass chin, like a cleft. Mm -hmm. This guy Mm -hmm. has what appears to be an actual anus on his chin. Oh, dingleberries and all. His chin looks like it was his boyfriend's birthday recently. (laughs) He has a
3: gaping ass chin. He was not an attractive individual. Sorry, I had nothing. I had nothing. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, yeah. So he shows up. And I think, by the way, despite the fact that these two characters now, him and Helen will speak entirely in exposition from now till the end of the movie, they never make it clear. But I think that he's just her boyfriend and has his own place somewhere and he's just coming to grandma's to visit. Oh, okay. that but, makes sense. Yeah, they, but they, they, they leave you guessing in there so that they can establish 11 times that they're news people, the two of them. News they do people. the
2: news.
1: Yeah. Also, we should point out at this point that this entire movie is shot – With the porn for women and soap opera focus.
3: Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. If you like watching porn actors pretend to make love to Barry White music, you (laughs) will love the way this movie is shot. Can we talk about Helen for a second? Like, Look, I know we make fun of Christian movies a lot, but I think it's really bold of them to cast a swan in the lead female role of this movie. (laughs) You know who she looks exactly like? And I realized this just as the movie ended. Do you remember that puppet on Mr. Rogers' Lady Elaine Fairchild? (laughs) (laughs) This is like Lady Elaine Fairchild's first movie. (laughs) Before she became a character
4: actress.
3: So... Yeah, so he shows up because he's about to head off to Apocalypseville or whatever on assignment. So he wanted to stop and say goodbye. And she's like, you know, Granny thinks that this could be the biblical apocalypse. And his character says, well, yeah, but doesn't Granny always think it's the biblical apocalypse? To which the, the Helen says, well, yeah, but that doesn't mean it isn't this time. It could <laughs> be.
0: A,
1: that is exactly what happens.
0: The movie. That, yeah. That's, 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 yep. <laughs>
1: Also, just a quick note here, the inside of this doorway, they have, like, these plastic vines, and it's very, we were going for Greek restaurant and fell short. It's really upsetting. (laughs) And again, as this scene ends, just to really hit home that he's a news person, she picks up a framed cover of Time magazine that says, Man of the Year, Bronson whatever his name is, the world's most trusted man. Yes, yeah, exactly, yep.
3: super, super subtle, and and then we get the credits, uh, where we're going to get still photos of apocalypse-y looking things, and over this, we're going to get the theme song, the Caught in the Eye of the Storm theme song.
0: Yeah, which is directly lifted from How Do I Get You Alone? It is. I'm quite certain.
2: <laughs> Caught in the, the Eye of the eye storm. storm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Music. Uh, uh,
1: damn,
0: damn. Sorry.
1: Which makes me feel better because my music known here was, this music video has people fucking in an ocean. (laughs) And then, sorry, I'm too busy riding a motorcycle with my mullet blowing in the wind to enjoy (laughs) this montage. And I love, to. okay, so clearly what they're
3: going for with this little opening montage is like, oh, boy, sure does look like we're in the end times because look at all this war and stuff. But the other way to interpret this photo montage is here's some evidence of the problem of evil being insurmountable for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the other. All right. So now we get day one. And I, by the way, I love this. I feel like all the movies that we watch should have to announce themselves in sevenths like this. <laughs> oh, that
0: would be very helpful.
3: Yeah, right. Because it was so much easier when it was. It's it's like driving through New England versus driving through Texas. You know, you just keep getting to new states. Feels like you went further anyway. So we get day one where Helen is at the anchor desk of WNN, uh, the World News Network.
1: And I know that this is actually accurate that they do multi camera shots on the news, but they do it so clumsily because she's, <laughs> yes. they have a guy just throw his hand in front of the camera, like telling her that the, it was a fucking strike. <laughs> And, <laughs> and she turns like she's about to do her one woman show. Like if she had just been yeah, like, right. "Oh, hello,"
2: didn't know.
1: <laughs> Growing up sure was crazy in Canada. I mean, America. Yeah.
0: yeah. She switches to the other camera like she's doing Tigra All of a yeah. sudden, <laughs> and, she even talk. and it felt like the way he pointed, he puts like you said, he puts his hand in front of the camera and is like. No, over there. Like, they've been doing the whole segment facing sideways. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wanted <laughs> to see the actual news feed. She Michelle Bachman did.
3: And also, <laughs> and this is going to be a recurring theme for this character. She is the chicken little of newscasting, right? And will remain so throughout. Every time we see her on the news, she's like, yeah, this is probably going to be a nuclear war or something. We don't have evidence of that. I'm just I'm just kind of extrapolating from current events. Probably we're all going to get nuked and die. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> well, then,
1: and now yeah. to Ollie for the weather. <laughs> right. And and that was what I really wanted to see. I wanted to know was other TV going on besides WNN? <laughs> like, what was the episode of Big Brother like that week? Just like, Whoa, wonder what's going on outside the house. None of us disappeared. <laughs> All right,
3: so now we cut to uh, Armageddonville, where where we see Bronson, who like it literally makes you miss Kurt Cameron throughout this movie.
1: This is literally
3: a poor man's Kurt Cameron.
1: It really yeah. is. He he reports and he's like I'm standing here looking like I made a protective helmet out of the top
0: of Howdy Doody's head. <laughs> 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 and then what he he starts he's explaining the apocalypse situation The militarily to the general of the Israeli army. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. That's his role here. I heard Brian Williams did that too. So I guess (laughs) that's a NBC anchor slash commander chief of Israel. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Can we talk about the commander of the Israeli army? Look, there is only one possible outcome
3: here, and that is that we talk about the commander of the Israeli <laughs> army. Yes, please. Please talk about goddamn bad accent that you would get snickered at in a community theater over Corey Feldman for a minute.
0: Yeah. Uh, Moishi Alazar <laughs> is his name. So
1: they obviously found the brownest person they knew. Oh! And they were like, hey, man, you can do an Israeli accent, right? And he was like, totally, bro, nope. is me <laughs> and in rarey person. Yeah. This is a – he's doing a ninja act. Like, if, he like, if he had been studying for Splinter in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 and then they were shooting on the same lot and they were like, can we borrow your dark guy? And they were like, sure. I'd be like, oh, I get this performance.
0: Right, but he was like, "You, you like Mexican ninja, Greek ninja, communist ninja? I can do whatever. I'll mix it up. Never mind. I'll just mix it up between sentences. It's fine."
3: Oh Jesus! And we come back to him several times, and it's always such a delight. So yeah, so but but they're in the tent where the you know because you know how the the general who is the acting commander of the army generally stops and explains to the reporters exactly what he's doing. Well, he, we're in one of those situations,
1: <laughs> and he explains to Brunson that. Jews are not a people who can hope for a better day. We live as one and we die as one. And I just wrote, please, just have him hiss. I mean, don't, yeah. don't <laughs> go halfway. <laughs> have him pull a tiny bag of gold out from his shirt and wink at another Jew. Don't.
3: <laughs> no half measures. Chalking his <laughs> horns like bullcues or whatever. <laughs> so now we get Bronson's live report, right? He has to go out of the tent and do a live report from Explosionville um And basically his entire report is, well, all we can do now is hope that this isn't the apocalypse and that the world doesn't end in the next few hours. But
1: uh, odds are pretty slim. Yeah. He also has this incredible moment where he goes, uh, so far – Nobody has used non-conventional weapons. And I was like, what, like bananas or a mop filled with poison? What are you waiting for? That's right.
0: One guy with a catapult is one of these 60 armies. (laughs) Picture like like a spy versus spy cartoon or something like that. Cloud manipulation. (laughs) What what do you mean by that? Also, to to reiterate, there's 60 countries and he's explaining it like it's a 60 way war. Yes. Again, like the Olympics, like they're all (laughs) fighting each other all at the same time.
1: Uh, and, and then we cut to this announcement from the president, and it starts saying, but it's fucking amazing. He's like, uh, oh, we will uh, defend the right of Israel to exist. An eye for an eye. <laughs> and,
0: as, like, nuclear policy, eye for an We're going uh-huh. with Hammurabi's mutually assured <laughs> blindness policy of right. nuclear weapons. <laughs> Lovely.
3: Uh, but but he also mentions that the only person who could save the day is Joe McAntichrist, the president of the European <laughs> <laughs> Union,
0: oh, Who's, Frank- whose name is no more ridiculous than Joe McAntichrist. Uh, no, yeah, right, right. <laughs> president you guys Macaroni about Noodle or Macalusso?
3: whatever. Yeah, that's him. Oh. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, the Antichrist is never white in these movies, is he? No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. No. No.
1: Always a slight shade of orange.
0: <laughs> yeah, this one in particular looks like molasses flavored Phil Hartman. I thought.
1: <laughs> I said, uh, looks like he's about to tell you the kid stays in the picture. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, so now we go back to the anchor desk where Helen like sees him off, and then they're done. So he can cut to the producer back there producing. And I swear he should have just been waving his arms with like you know film reels in both hands or something like that. It, it was it was fun. Um, but they want – she now that they're off the air, she wants them to patch her back through to her husband or boyfriend or whatever that's in in the shit in right. the it Valley is, of Armageddon.
1: There's so many moments on and off the news that are so unprofessional between these two. Like it cuts back to <laughs> exactly. her and she's like, great, Bronson. Can't wait for you to come home. Love and kisses. Now on to New York. Like constantly. <laughs> right. Brother, she's just using the fucking news communication FaceTime
0: software. <laughs> Exactly, like, like. how's Armageddon? Great, great, great. Can we talk about us for a minute? <laughs> can we Can we get into this? Do you think my friends are bitches? You think my friends are bitches. <laughs> so,
1: so. No, I mean, I love that you have your own friends.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I also love, too, in this conversation, there's like the, the, the exact same explosion behind him on the green screen over and over again. And by the way, Bronson, every time we see him, will be in front of a green
1: screen. Mm-hmm. Right, and not even well. And almost always an explosion. And there's a very clear explosion that happens behind him, which we see from her perspective. We see what she sees, and she goes, what is that? And he's like, oh, fucking white snakes performing next door. What are do you <laughs> hear <is> happening? <laughs> People are dropping bombs. <laughs> and she gets, like, pissy about it. She's, yes, like, she mad does. that he didn't do no-you hang-up during the firebombing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And I guess that's all a day one. That's everything we needed to know. So now we're on to day two, complete with more news footage. And we start this one off after we clearly established that the apocalypse is still going on, um, that there is a brand new everywhere at once news station that just happened to come online today.
1: It's on the TV. It's on the Internet and all the billboards.
0: Yeah, what? And that. The electronic billboard, that's just a big TV. Those were invented a long time ago. There's no coincidence here. Yeah, and also, by the way, because
3: they show this, like, this report about this live everywhere news station or whatever, and they show it all
1: over the world, but it's all in English yeah, everywhere said, in the world. Yeah. I said this English-speaking news anchor without subtitles, probably not doing a ton in Hong Kong. <laughs>
0: well, they got some English. but they Yeah, right. Yeah, well, they, they yeah, yeah, exactly. Them. But they go to places yeah. that
1: are very distinctly
0: not English. Yeah.
3: They go to France at one point. Like those assholes aren't going to speak English. Nobody speaks English
1: in Hong Kong. I see.
0: <laughs> <So, laughs> that's where Soho is, right? <laughs> that's,
1: where <laughs> that's where it comes from. See, tweeted at him. Comes <laughs> from. So we cut back to
3: the uh, to the production room or whatever, where Helen comes in, all worried about Bronson because uh, he's been in the middle of the Armageddon all night or whatever.
1: Right. And, and we get this really subtle moment here where one of the like tech people turns around and goes, don't worry. Bronson will be fine. Me and my whole church will be have been praying about him. A- and that's basically everyone's cue to go around and say whether or not they're going to get raptured. In yes. The next uh-huh. scene. Yeah,
3: like, exactly. Well, I-, I raped a child. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So and then, of course, they get to notice that Bronson is going live again, which means that, The fact that we switched days was completely pointless. We didn't have to (laughs) do any of that. But he's on now to tell us that Tel Aviv has been exploded
1: with poisonous poison. The way this – they cut to Israeli ninja guy – and the way this guy describes this chemical cloud is, he's like, "There is a deadly cloud that does not care if you are a baby. This cloud only <laughs> wants to kill innocent people and finish the job that Hitler started." Literally says that so badly for an alt right cloud to just be like, mm. <laughs> "Hashtag balls." <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> So,
3: yeah, there, they, he tells us about this evil cloud of gas that can't be reasoned with and can't be bargained with, and tells us that it's
0: Hitler <laughs> gas. It's just like Hitler. Well, except it kills Muslims, too, <laughs> like I just said earlier. Whatever, it's really bad. It's a bad cloud. And then there's another identical explosion right behind him.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That I same think we'll explosion four or five of these. we'll get several times. Also, we learn in this report that the U.S. aircraft carrier Nebraska was hit by a Chinese bomb or whatever that they would
0: use oh a nuclear submarine yeah nuclear yeah all oh. of my notes
1: here are, are you guys sure i don't say it right <laughs> <laughs> it's like i say it right according to this moving we also learn here it's just a tiny thing we learn that three million troops have gathered in a hundred square miles are they having a fucking pitched battle? 30,000 <laughs> yeah, people yeah. per square mile. Yeah. It's fucking military Woodstock. What?
0: Tanks loaded up like clown cars of little people. It's <laughs> pandemonium. <laughs> what?
3: I just love that visual. It's like, okay, everybody, we got to do 60 different colors because we're all from different countries. So if you
1: Wait, got like... you light move or dark move? Get your shit together, <laughs> South <laughs> <Burundi>. <laughs> And now it's back to Helen
3: so she can speculate about nuclear war. You know, we go back to the desk, anger desk, and she's like,
1: mm, sounds like we're all going to get nuked probably. Well, what's amazing is she goes, nuclear, biological, and chemical weapons have been used, and unless someone hits the brakes, this could be serious. Really? Those are the <laughs> weapons we and It could be. What's next? <laughs> Solarmanite. Uh, <laughs> life extension technology.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, so they go to Dr. Horn, who's going to be the nuclear expert. And I love her first question to Dr. Horn. The most relevant question that she can think to ask the
1: nuclear scientists is how many nuclear weapons are there? <laughs> I just want to point out, Doctor Horn looks like a giant toddler melted Jim Gaffigan action figure with a magnifying.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he looks and sounds. Yeah, just like the opposite of a nuclear scientist. He's supposed oh, yeah. to be like the UCLA expert on this. Whatever you're imagining, that's what he looks and sounds like, the opposite of that.
1: I really wanted him to start telling Helen about the dangers of diabetes <laughs> <laughs> or, or to look at his butthole. right?
0: Yeah, or like how a zone blitz works on and, well, the Alabama right. defense. Oh, right. yeah. yeah,
3: exactly. Also, okay, so they cut away from him, though, because we have breaking
0: news that we nuked China's defense ministry building. Um, okay, okay. Quick thing, if we nuked their defense ministry building, didn't we also blow up Beijing? Well, right, that's not how we nukes don't, work. I don't think no, so
3: <laughs> single building nukes? Do we? <laughs> we probably do. We probably do on drones. Yeah, and we're actually, about to I'm,
0: give those to Trump. Wouldn't be surprised at all.
3: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so again, it, oh, oh, we we get a quick, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you're all fucked from the uh, from the news anchor lady, and then we go back to fake Jewish Corey Feldman. Uh, who, <laughs> he says, it w- when they realize that nuclear weapons are on, the, are on the way, he says, you know what to do, Samson's fist. And I wrote, God, I hope they're breaking out gay sex stuff quick before they die. I hope that's what that means.
1: That's what I wrote. Hey, always a good idea to do some light fisting when you're in conflict. <laughs> If everyone's about to die, I would make a very similar suggestion. I'm just saying, I, I get what Master Splinter's going for here. I get what Moyle Splinter is going for.
0: Then we get a speech from the POTUS for a second. Yeah, who not also, live. Who also can't say nuclear correctly. No. sorry. <laughs> I really wanted to see, like... Just see the producers explaining to all these actors, no, it's two syllables. Just There's a word new, and there's a word clear, and you just say them next to each other. <laughs> Shit. Clear <or> new. <laughs> Got
3: it. Yeah, and I love, too, that this the, the announcement from the president is, well, since we're all going to die, they're all going to die anyway, because, you know, fuck those assholes. So we sent so many nukes, we can't even count them all. He even says that. We've sent countless nukes. Really? Like, we wouldn't you know the? I would figure you would know the number of nuclear
0: Again, weapons you just launched against like our, a fucking bunch, like a, a bunch of nukes. You <laughs> sent them out. I'm the president.
1: December second, 2016. It is very possible the president would send out a bunch of well, nukes. Yeah, that that no, true. he'd just shoot them out. So bigly. Many,
0: the best. <laughs> bigly shot of nukes. that's happening. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. So
3: then we cut from that back to the news lady, who's like. You're all the fucked, and now back
0: to Duck Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, right, and d-
0: little detail. She says the way the bad guy warheads work, they're constructed so that we can't see them until seconds before they hit. So everybody's fucked. Back so, to you, Steve. Yeah. yeah and right. how do we know they're coming? Then?
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what? They told us. They called. Oh, <laughs> uh, you just rate. You just rate. <laughs> I'm so, the only person in Hong Kong who speaks English.
3: That's your one. Um, <laughs> that's one. And, four.
1: And, well, yeah, right, right, exactly. That's right your. Uh, he gets
3: one per race. Um, so we're not counting the outtake
0: that we're going to probably put in. <laughs> whatever. All
3: right. So now it's time for the rapture. We get. We cut to another news guy <laughs> out newsing when his cameraman gets raptured. Now. I don't think we can give you an idea How bad the acting is Without just (laughs) letting you hear The acting for this scene (laughs) So Morgan if you don't mind A little cut in right here
4: Charlie this is
0: impossible This is just impossible I just can't believe it I don't know what to say My cameraman Charles Tappas He's just disappeared right in front of me
3: I don't understand it People all around me seem to have been Vaporized or something so that is what we're dealing with throughout this film <laughs> so stupid. and by the way the, the, when he disappears the camera just gently floats to the ground right he doesn't dry, <laughs> he disappears
1: a little bit at a time yeah. well we should point out a couple of things this is by far the best rapture we've seen this is our third rapture or fourth uh rapture specifically I think it's our fourth. This is our fourth rapture, and this is the only rapture we've seen so far where God not only makes everyone disappear, but he neatly folds and stacks their clothes. And
3: by the way, like pins the clothes, like not, <laughs> yes. not just folds, them, but like with, with the pins still in it.
0: Yes. And pins like, in the shirt. Lines up the shoes correctly, puts yes. the hat nicely, gently on right. the top of the pile. Now, do you think, I'm not sure, do you think it was God or do you think the people were like, you know what? Like, God told us to be nice about this and neat, and we're going to rap here <laughs> nice and clean.
1: And the movie doubles down on this. This isn't like a mistake of the movie. The movie later says... Everyone disappeared, nothing left but yeah. clones neatly folded. So like, we're not just like, hey, isn't this wacky? This was the movie's choice. Yes, yep. the movie believes when the good are raptured, whoever <laughs> takes them will be like tuck
2: tuck fold and pin and pin. All right, up to heaven. It's
0: the OCD rapture. Save yourself. Yes. No at right angles. Save yourselves at right angles, really? <laughs>
3: Oh fuck! It's so bizarre. And then, of course, we cut to you know to stock footage of the rapture. And I love this shit because they like they, they, they're like airplanes are falling out of the sky. They show us an airplane. It doesn't fall out of the sky though. It's just an airplane <laughs> going overhead. Yeah. Remember airplanes? That's what we're talking about now. Yeah. So all right. So and then we we cut back to the to the anchor desk where apparently. A lighting guy who was holding a light with his hands over top of the anchor was raptured away and knocked Helen out when he was
1: raptured, right? Oh, and we don't get to see it because you know that was too comedic. Like, you know, they actually got the shot of some (laughs) fake rubber light coming down like pank. And she was like, (laughs) gooseberries, (laughs) puff. You know, like, that's too funny. We literally can't watch the daily. She we have to cut that shot.
0: Shouldn't he have, like, put that down nicely and, like, coiled the chain up nicely would, perfectly would around think, it first? right? Why wouldn't he get to the
1: rental center. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what's amazing is none of this stops her from immediately getting back on the news and being like, hi, everybody. Don't know if you noticed, but everyone disappeared, but so did all of the nukes. And at which point I wrote in my note, nukes are Christian. Who knew? Yeah, right? All the nukes
0: <laughs> got raptured. <laughs> I want." <laughs> I wanted somebody to be wearing a fitted sheet on Rapture Day, and we got to watch him try to fold that thing.
2: <laughs> God damn
0: it. I'm not going to get in. This is bullshit.
1: It's, there, it's at the very end of the line. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, is there Muslim heaven? Here they have raisins.
0: <laughs> and yeah, so the ICBMs are Allegedly Christian, according uh, I, to the movie. I guess, yeah. Uh-huh. But shouldn't there be like neatly folded uranium warheads in silos, then <laughs> the ones that didn't get shot? At least they didn't. They didn't think this through.
3: <laughs> I'm starting to think they haven't. Yeah, and then they cut to the like the reporter live in England who has somehow within the last several minutes edited together helicopter footage from several different <laughs> yes, places. It's
2: and ready to go.
3: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and it's so funny because it's like you know this is this is. They, they they must have gone through hours of newsreel to get this stuff, but they're like, here's an aircraft crashing into the ground because the pilot was, you know, raptured. And again, that's hilarious until you
1: think to yourself, wow, we just watched a man die. Right, that's a real plane crash. Again, there's just like a series of real things, and they show people like in real conflict, like crying families after real tragedies, and it's like, hey, I know you take your pretend things super serial, and we're humoring you with your movie, but like. Those are real humans and their suffering was caused by you. So. <laughs> <laughs> this often it's not. Maybe don't use them.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, but at this point though, I, the, the, the whole concept of this movie started to become clear to me, right? Because the idea is that this would be on some Christian uh, TV network. Somebody would be flipping through, right? Some old lady would be flipping through and see this fake news footage of the rapture happening.
0: Right. That was
3: their whole goal, as they were like, "Oh, as you're flipping by TBN or
0: whatever, you'll have to turn back." I wanted some reporter to find like two neatly stacked dildos, a <laughs> string of beads around it, coiled As you see, see, Jewish part doesn't count anymore. I told you.
3: <laughs> you know, like why was there no clit ring sitting on top of anybody's stuff? Yeah, exactly. So I, I also love, too, by the way, that during this rapture uh uh B-roll thing that they've got going, one of the shots they're showing wildfires and house fires and wars and everything. But they also show just
1: some screaming Jew. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he just found out his son's a Christian now. Oh I see. I see. I mean I read lips, so you can tell he's saying da 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 well,
0: right. <laughs> And then he slowly unbuttons his shirt and takes it off and folds it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah if no. you were wondering what Moishi looked like, I like we didn't that's why we couldn't name him because he was in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and we also
3: learn here, of course, that everyone just stopped warring. The sixty armies all decided to go home, which is a bitch because they all finally got the colors all coded and everything. Um, but uh,
1: seriously, seriously, I just got these pants the right shade of teal so that we don't get confused with Jamaica. This is fucking bullshit.
0: That's chartreuse.
1: Right. Idiot! I punched that Italian guy. We can go home now. Also, I love too
3: that they had like the wrong movie name drop in here, right? Because the reporter goes like, and we've, we're all left to wonder why we were left behind. It's like no, that's I mean, not the movie that you're gonna. You're gonna do that one later, guys. Did you
1: Armageddon? Ca- caught in this storm, did did the <laughs> eye of.
3: <her>. <laughs> <Bye> <laughs> and now it's back to Bronson Pearl because that's all the screenwriters had. B roll the Bronson Pearl to the anchor desk to B roll to Bronson Pearl to the anchor desk, <laughs> and now he's at the wailing green screen. Right.
1: And it's literally she's just shown like fires and destruction and death and madness and she's like never mind that shit here's my boyfriend in Israel what's that like huh <laughs> and this is where we learn okay so that
3: everybody is shocked by these uh this turn of events except for president macaroni noodle who apparently predicted that this would happen the the previous day
1: yeah and he's giving a press conference in heaven from bill and ted's bogus adventure <laughs> journey yeah <laughs> so he's
3: he's given this uh like this speech this like statement in which he very clearly says i am god a number of times i'm like i feel like that would tip his
1: hand a bit <laughs> i feel like that goes badly also i feel like god gets an even tan that's my feedback <laughs> and my
3: music note here of course is conan's gonna fuck that witch isn't he so now it's time for day three. We're two sevenths of the way there, and we cut to a guy reading a Bible in a dark office. Not dark because that's like what they were going for cinematically, but because they didn't realize you could light from three different places, and in fact, should light <laughs> from three different places. Um So, but this is, I guess, the head of WNN News.
0: Yeah, and then some guy walks in, just complete stranger walks in, and he's like, "Hey, I've read that whole book because the." WNN guy has the Bible. He's like, I read the whole book. I'm not gonna help you. I'm not gonna spoil it or whatever. <laughs> I was like, okay. This is a weird conversation. Um, what's, what's happening? He calls for security and security's evil now. So now, now we know this is the bad guy. This is like Macaluso's minion. Yeah. Something yes, like
1: that. This is Lynn Parker and Lynn Parker looks like Steve Buscemi's handsome brother got cast as an Anne Rice extra. <laughs> <laughs> He, he literally has prosthetic demon ears. I, I, that can't possibly be really the sides of his head, can it? No. No way. There's no way a human being made it to adulthood without killing himself with ears
0: like that. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is like an elf of John Malkovich. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> so he's here to apparently to tell the head of WNN that he'll be taking over their news network now. And the guy's like, "Well, I think not." So he kills him because when you kill someone,
0: you get their news network. Well, first, first you tell the camera inches behind your head that you're gonna oh, kill them. Right,
1: one. right. You explain your and then your you spin around point. and shoot
0: him, and well, then you get their he news pulls network the yeah. out.
1: You the gun It's the comically, it's the most tiny gun you've ever <laughs> it seen. It pulls out a fucking squirt gun. He pulls out the angry cricket and then as he spins around we just hear the like the the Casio keyboard of bullet noises like
3: pew 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 Yeah Yeah, but it blacks out because they couldn't afford splatter. This is no Estes Perkle production or anything, so we have to just imply that he was shot. And then we're gonna cut to Helen going to see grandma to this um, this weird country music shit that we have to sit through.
0: Oh, yeah. The Cranberries live at the rodeo finals. <laughs> <They> were, <right.
1: laughs> yeah, My it's music ugly. note here was they let me play in this coffee shop from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah, they don't pay
3: <laughs> me and I don't get free coffee, but they let me. Yeah, exactly. So and I love to. OK, so on the news while she's driving in to see granny, it says this is the exact wording that they use. There's been a 10,000% increase in heart attacks. (laughs) What? Why would you fucking phrase that as a percent? That's so stupid. Just say how many heart attacks were that day.
0: (laughs) Whatever that number is, just say that number. Or a
3: hundredfold increase. They they clearly don't even know that. Yeah. But at any Uh. rate, so she gets into the house, and of course, grandma's clothes are neatly folded. Which means either she was running around naked or she was raptured. Yeah.
1: Well, Grandma's clothes are neatly folded and... She has attached a note to her <laughs> clothes, which means that there one of two things must be true. Either grandma has been wearing a is get raptured note inside her, or she fucking stopped on her way to heaven to be like, fuck, where's my pad with a kitten on it? Right. <laughs>
3: right like, I like to think of it as just she just had that pin to her shirt like a kindergartner getting a note to bring to mom or whatever. <laughs> with their phone number in their their, Yeah, exactly yeah. the
0: whole time. <laughs> <laughs> also, what the fuck is wrong with everyone else? If that's how it works, you get to leave a note. How does everyone else not leave a note in that oh, situation? Right? Or like, at least a tweet or like, <laughs> change your Facebook status to in a relationship with God. Like, common courtesy would be to <laughs> let everyone know. Um, we also in the scene, they play the answering machine at the grandma's house, and she's got a super happy message from her, like, church friend about how, like, oh, holy shit. There's, like, nukes and stuff, and Israel's going crazy. We're going to heaven, right? Like, yeah. oh, God. Like, apocalypse. we <laughs> That's, That's the good guys in this
4: movie. <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> and, of course, the note tells Helen that it's not too late for her to Jesus. Yep. um And and now it's time for more news. And I just want to point out, the, the WNN news logo was clearly about 28% of their budget on Fiverr and, they are going to get their goddamn money's worth they really are
1: we, we cut to the pentagon spokesman again but it's obvious that they thought like oh man we can't keep having him in that same conference room so now he's at a county fair what just, like, they <laughs> was circus
3: tent. What? green and white circus tent behind his head and they're clearly like shooting from below and up to get as little of that in the shot as possible so you can't, like,
0: see his family behind him having a picnic. A little bit of cotton candy goes into the shot for a second. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and so we get this, like, quick montage of all the various people who can't believe that all the nuclear bombs disappeared, including, you know, General Moishi and General Mike Pence with a mustache and, 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 and the Jordanian guy. The the fucking Swedish Jordanian guy with the communist accent? Wait. So, yeah, he had a solid communist accent.
0: <laughs> so Muslims are getting raptured too? Is that I, <laughs> I, whatever.
3: Yeah, well, but they but they make it very clear, like that everyone's thanking their own religion, but wink wink, only the Christians were actually right. Um and, and meanwhile we cut back to Helen's grandma's house where she's just rooting through her, I guess, in case of rapture hope chest. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's
1: like a lockbox. For yeah. some reason, Grandma felt like she needed to secure her Jim Backer tapes, <laughs> so she'd get Helen while she was looking for the good silverware <laughs> to the music from porn for black women. I t- and, oh and god. So,
3: <laughs> so she literally puts in a video now of like uh, you know like generic seven hundred club. Which, like, this is what we're going to watch in the movie. We're going to watch a person watch a Christian fucking TV show, a televangelist show, in the movie, and not
0: just for a few seconds. Yeah. For a while. For a while. And, and this is the best quality camera work in the entire movie. It's and a they- tape of a TV <laughs> show rerun from the 80s, and that's <laughs> the best quality stuff we get.
1: Oh, and again, because everything's worse, like, we've seen In Case I Get Raptured tapes or You Need to Be Explained tapes in these movies before. But this one, like, the people are even worse spoken. It's fantastic. At one point, they're talking about the Antichrist. Then she goes, he'll be a super deceiver. And I wrote in my notes, super deceiver is my new magic name. (laughs) kids' parties, balloons, (laughs) raptures. So and also like I, and and this
3: is just a general thing because all of these televangelist shows have this this chick right so it's it's the it's the fat it's fat Tammy Tammy but right yeah exactly exactly because Pat Robertson has this same airheaded chick that sits next to him and goes well what if I mean it was on nine eleven and they have that lady in they're, this as well they're all like the amazing Jonathan's assistant <laughs> right <Kristen>. <laughs> <laughs> idiots. And and so – and let's talk about the content of what's being said here too because what the preacher is saying basically is, well, you'll know shit's really going to hell if we find ourselves in the middle of world peace, right?
1: Isn't that exactly the message that he sends here? Yes, and this is the message that each movie has sent is like, hey, just be aware if there's ever a guy who finally gets all the shit together in the Middle East – He's the devil, <laughs> right. which means that – and this occurred to me later on in the movie because they were like, oh, he'll broker a seven-year peace deal. That means that if we ever start to make peace in the Middle East – we're going to have to make sure none of the contracts have fucking sevens on them. That's why the bunch of loonies in the U.S. are going to take over a birding station. Some, some Palestinian-Israeli accord, and they're going to be like, seven years? And some president's going to have to be like, no, nah, it's got to be eight, guys, to- <laughs> or six. But, like, I can't – trust well, me, people in even, Texas
3: will lose their shit. Because if it's six years, they're going to say, well, the biblical year back then when – or something like that. they figure They'll it find, out. Yeah, exactly. If pi well, that's is three, divisible. seven is six.
0: It's fucking close <laughs> enough. <yeah.
3: laughs> right. Yeah,
0: exactly. And, but just generally, the moral of the story here, don't get fooled by world peace. That's it's, so fucking dangerous. Exactly. Yeah, right, right, exactly. And also, by the
3: way, like even if you want to stay within their silly little mythos, like if Satan can get a seven-year peace accord, he is so ahead of Jesus. <laughs> he really How is. many
1: lepers would you have to cure? <laughs> this is also where we learn that uh, Jesus had two very distinct messages. One, uh, I will come into you and eat with you, <laughs> the Heath Enright story. <laughs> and See come It is, and I will come into your heart, the Eli Bosnick and John Lennox story. <laughs> and Heath was there it. too. <laughs>
3: And I love too on this through the through this whole sequence like basically she's not just watching a VHS tape we see her like taking one out and putting the next one in so she's getting like the whole like 999 a month course <laughs> yeah. or whatever and as she's doing that she's studying the bible i'm like they're giving us the all square here
0: they're going <laughs> for the all square if my dad had a tape like this for me to watch when he died, it would be instructions on how to find his secret collection of vintage coupons. I guarantee <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, he's, seriously, like Domino's coupons from the 70s. I don't know. I, I, I swear, if,
3: if my dad had a post rapture video for me, it would basically be like, see? A fucking podcast of yours. Oh, Jesus <laughs> doesn't exist. Ooh. And he probably does. He probably has that, and I'll find it after he dies. Um So that's it for day three, basically, I guess. And now we're on to day four, which means that we're going to get the halfway mark here pretty soon, which I was very happy about. Um And we're going to open this scene with talk radio, where everyone's yeah. happy, so their <laughs> Antichrist must be in charge.
1: She goes, talk radio, what's on your mind? And I wanted someone to be like, um, the fucking apocalypse? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Oh, I want to send out a song. Thanks, Delilah. I want to send out a song to Alicia, who I upset when I was doing the rape festival right after everyone disappeared. (laughs) Can you play nothing but my love?
0: (laughs) But one of the things we actually hear on this radio show, somebody calls in and they're like, Doesn't anyone have a Bible? This Macaluso guy is clearly the anti-click. Yeah. The serious callers only. Serious
3: callers yep. only. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and again, that's because the people who wrote this script have called into radio shows before to explain that the fucking apocalypse is yeah. going on and <laughs> got hung up with it. Those bastards are trying to censor me. That's why the movie started off with the, with the guy saying, well, didn't grandma just say it was going to be the apocalypse during the Gulf War? Because these people had to answer that charge against themselves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They've all been yelled at by Matt Dillahunty (laughs) right right
1: exactly (laughs) but then Helen comes in and she's questioning Lynn Parker about how come he's the head of the studio now and like Lynn Parker could have just said oh he got raptured or anything but instead they have a riddle off like fucking Gollum he's like oh he won't (laughs) be around anymore and she's like did you kill him I did not not kill him
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and yeah, Noah, you already mentioned this. Um, remember, this is the guy who shot the head of. Yeah. So. And therefore. He's in charge of. How is he in charge of WNN now? Like that. He just walked onto the set with a dead body. Like, yeah. <laughs> boss got shot in the face or something. So. Dibs. <laughs> and this is like, how I it. wanted
1: to do our taxes.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly.
3: <laughs> the Eli tiny. Bosnick taxation theory. <laughs> um, and now Bronson is back to the U.S. so that they can go live together from the anchor desk. And, <laughs> oh, my and, God. And, like, conjoined twins live they together. are so close. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bit from fucking uh, – from Borat. Right. This is the bit that Borat (laughs) forgot.
0: They might as well be spooning on the news desk while they deliver the report. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Clunking heads together as they talk. It was hilarious. And what was so hilarious is they clearly didn't realize that this was visually insane.
1: Yeah. So uh, no, because this is very clearly them, the people who made this movie not wanting to do a two shot. (laughs) So they were just like squinching a little more guys and they turned to someone, they turned to Brian and they were like, Brian, is that that too close? And he was like, no, that looks fucking great to me. Sorry, what? No, I said it looks great.
3: Yeah, I mean I just – like this is – there are a number of similar notes later on but this was my first one where I'm like how can they not know how sitting next to one another works? Like I understand when they don't know how like finances work or aircraft work or whatever but they've clearly sat next to people or watched it happen before. But yeah, I guess they just had the one lens – so so uh <laughs> so now the Antichrist is about to address everyone, right? That's what they're saying on the news is that the Antichrist is going to give a big speech. Again, all in English. Everyone in the world speaks English despite the fact that they start this off showing us Russia and France. And he's going, okay, so here's his speech basically. I have in my hand a Bible. Turns out Jesus was bullshit. I'm the
1: real guy.
3: <laughs> Called it.
1: His opening thing is this book – Is really great, but it is also very confusing. Fuck (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Is this going to read well? Like, even if it's true... This is probably not the best way. Sorry, let me start over. <laughs> Asian women have sideways vaginas. Nope. Sorry, that's oh on God, me. Look, dude. Third take, third take. This isn't live. Oh, this is live.
3: That's your six. Oh.
1: So, how many does he get?
3: We just, we just
0: count. No, yeah, no, there's no consequences. We just name yeah, exactly. numbers, apparently.
3: No, I just want to know those for the edit later. So, also, by the way, you can tell he's super evil because he says at one point, like, this is the next step in our
0: evolution. <gasps> You know,
3: so, yeah, Peace there's also that.
0: the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> um And yeah, small thing here. You mentioned they're broadcasting all over the world to definitely not English speaking places. They also te- they show us this is Prague, Czechoslovakia, yep. which what? Lit up five years before the movie was made. Just get like a map. <laughs> and later they will very badly not get a map. When they claim they're getting a map, we'll get to it.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I think I know where we're going with that one. There's also two amazing shots. They definitely at one point are trying to find like crowds that aren't rioting. So so they find what could not more clearly be music festivals. Yep. So we get a bunch of shots of like 1992 Noah listening to Bonnaroo. (laughs) (laughs) But they've just photoshopped in president macaroni and cheese yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah and it's very
3: possible that i am in one or two of these shots um but yeah so but while he's giving the speech helen and bronson pearl are sitting at the at the uh, news desk together and she's writing notes in class to warn him that they need to get out of there because that dude's probably the devil okay
0: but why the, a note they're sitting on top, they're inside <laughs> right. of each other. Just whisper it to him. You're in his face. <laughs> You're on the air. He's wearing a
1: microphone. You do remember that shot of his microphone? Well, but, but she, she's but inside so... of him. Right. <laughs> he, 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 she could hear him thinking it. Yeah, but.
0: Yeah. I wanted him to start playing Hangman with the note. Like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs>
1: tea (laughs) no that's not (laughs) i wanted her to pass it over and for it to just be like do you believe he's the antichrist check yes no (laughs) (laughs) also okay and this is kind of minor in
3: in in the grand scheme of the things they fuck up in this movie right but then the two of them walk away together kind of unexpectedly and the bad guys in the production room and he has them like zoom in with like a secret camera that he's had (laughs) that's behind the anchors (laughs) for
1: whatever (laughs) reason
0: See? Whisper.
1: Exactly. Also, we're we're hearing Professor Manicotti's, like, speech during this, and it it had been a while since we'd done an apocalypse movie, and I'd forgotten the kind of dialogue they need to give the Antichrist, where he's like, believe in yourself. You can do great things.
3: Yeah, right. And that's how you know he's evil.
1: Right.
0: That's (laughs) so weird. And then he uh, calls for the goons. He goes, uh, Domi, Probert, let's go. And this is one of my favorite little details in this movie. Domi and Probert, Ty Domi and Bob Probert are two notorious NHL players who are fight rivals and these guys are very clearly showing their Canadian roots here and they couldn't make up names. <laughs> they, so they were like, The Goons, Doby, Domi, Probert. That, I, that's it. We're taking it. That's fine. Wow.
3: Alright, well that's
1: more clever than I thought this movie ever got, so kudos to them there. Don't worry, you just reached a special place in Thomas Smith's heart. He's, <laughs> he's rolling right now. <laughs> with his Sharks jersey.
0: This Glad to power hear it. mullet from the late 90s that hockey players <laughs> had anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> I don't know if Thomas had that haircut, but everybody in this movie did.
3: Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. Right, so Now we get uh, Bronson and Helen arriving at her house where she can convince because Bronson, of course, just thinks the antichrist is swell, which has apparently been the only conversation they've had this entire drive home. So he's and she's like, no, he's clearly the antichrist. He's like, can you prove it? She's like, well, what about these Jim
0: Baker VHS tapes that I have? We are reporters. This is evidence. no." Oh. Yep.
1: <laughs> I'd rather let you see for yourself on tape 476 that my grandmother bought for just 9.99. <laughs> right. I wanted a phone number to start bouncing beneath them. I'm really surprised <laughs> it didn't. I honestly I'm surprised that the movie didn't end with you can
3: get your own copy of these tapes for um and and by the way, we, we watched this again like a full minute plus of this and this is not a different segment of this Show within the show, right? We're watching again a minute that we saw
0: earlier when she put these tapes in. <laughs> and and it, they watch the thing. Bronson's still skeptical, and Helen's <laughs> pissed at him. She's like, Well, if Pat Robertson isn't proof enough, then fuck you. You're being ignorant. <laughs> you yeah. can't be. Convinced. And Bronson's response, he goes, Yeah, well, my, my dad was into Jesus, but he's dead now. Standard atheist rebuttal, of course. They're so
1: <laughs> dismissive
0: because <laughs> he's dead
1: right. And there's also this incredible moment. So now we reckon they're they're arguing this out and we see that they're being filmed. Yes. Being watched by the bad guys outside who have a camera in her home. As she explains to him that according to the encyclopedia, oh, because for fuck's yes, Christ was supposed to come from the Roman Empire. Like they admit that. But this is a new apologetic I'd never heard. <laughs> According to the encyclopedia, the UN is identical to the Roman Empire of biblical times. And well, I'm sorry, I, I you know I don't know much what? about history. Was America in the Roman Empire? Well, and Japan. I think yeah. actually, she said the EU, which is
0: slightly oh, less ridiculous. It's maybe is it? it I think it's almost as ridiculous, or equally, in some sense, like Northern Africa, the Middle East, not part of the European <laughs> Union. Scotland. Yeah, stuff north of the Rhine is in
3: the European Union. So yeah, yeah, it's just it's it, it's an insane fucking thing to say, but she's going like, "Yes, but the Roman Empire is the European Union." Obviously, that's what God meant. He was fairly clear about that in the hallucinations. So, yeah, basically that the sentence was just barely cohesive
0: enough to be wrong. Anyway, would be so, even more wrong with Britain soon.
3: Well, you're right? <laughs> Idiot. But but yeah, but Bronson still isn't buying this shit. He's he's done with her silly rapture nonsense.
1: And and Bronson's two firing shots are you're going right off the deep end, and I'm not going with you, and and essentially, tell your God to say it to my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: So we're actually doing this. We're reading the Bible to decide if a magical demon is the leader of Europe. Helen's like, yes, yeah. we're doing that. And that we, I wanted a montage where they like eat Chinese food with chopsticks Just out of the box staring here. at each other, yeah. yeah. Bronson <laughs> spills a little on the Bible. They got to get a different one. It's not the King James. They have to get a different one.
3: So no. yeah, I guess with uh, Bronson's soul hanging precipitously in the balance here, we'll pause for another break. But before we do, let me give Act 3 the hard sell here. Can they coax another 35 minutes out of this movie with nothing but stock footage? Will this movie contain a black person? What have I done to deserve this fate? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the mind-bogglingly boring conclusion of Apocalypse Caught
2: in the Eye of the Storm. My lord, we the angels are ready to begin the rapture. Excellent. On your word, my lord. Yes, just just one thing. When you steal away all the true believers? Yes, my lord. Could you make sure you fold their clothes? Uh what fold their clothes? Yeah, you you know, nice and neat, nothing crazy, just like standard clothing folds. Uh God, I'm a warrior angel. I I don't know how to fold clothes like you really like you're saying. Like the nice thing with the shirts where they square them off, like at Macy's? Nope. Uh, no idea. Just a warrior angel. Made of fire. You know, um, I, I could turn some people to salt. No, that's... that. This is really about the clothes folding thing. We have to have someone up here that can fold clothes, right? Oh, ooh, ooh, well, uh, what about Kevin? He, like, went to Earth and worked at the Gap for a summer, right? Oh, that's right, he did. Summon Kevin at once. Sure, sure, no problem. Uh, Kevin? Angel Kevin?
1: Someone call my name? Uh, need some clothes folding, because I can tuck a shirt like a drag queen on prom night. There he is. Hi. Hi, Kevin. Ugh, don't hide me. Gross.
2: I think he will be perfect.
1: Are we rapturing any napkins? Because I can make that swan thing. Okay, let's pull it
4: through.
3: Helen's grandma, you must come with me. It is I, the angel Gabriel.
4: Oh, Gabriel! At long last, I am ready to ascend to heaven.
3: Take my hand, child.
4: Sure, sure. Just uh, let me write my granddaughter a note. Uh, what? A note. I just, you know, don't want her to worry. Just. Uh, Gonna write her a quick note?
3: Yeah, uh, so, you're not really supposed to write notes, like a thief in the night, you know? Yes, well, this
4: thief is gonna leave a note. It won't be a minute. Now, where did I put my paper? It's not in that drawer. (sighs) Oh, oh, I'm sorry, am I keeping you? Do you have somewhere to be? I'm a good Christian. I got fucked three times, ever. You can wait, like two minutes while I write a note to my grandma.
3: No, you're right. No, it's fine. It's fine. I can wait.
4: Okay, good. Dear Helen. Fuck. Oh, you startled me with that language. Now I need to start over. Blotted my ink. I hate this job. Hooped a little when you said that nasty word. Better have fresh clothes up there in heaven.
3: And we're back for more B-roll, and we're gonna open with
1: bombed out church shots, and Breathy Christian music.
0: Yeah. Uh, The music
1: (laughs) note here was warm-up act for the (laughs) newsboys.
3: The only place where you can imagine this being the appropriate soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, But eventually we get back to the news station after we see some, like, cemeteries that have been vandalized for whatever. I don't – Who
0: pushes over gravestones because – whatever. During the
3: apocalypse. Yeah. Who the – The
0: cow tipping? I don't understand. I get it. (laughs) (laughs)
3: so but bronson is is back to work helen didn't show up uh but he showed up because fuck her and her stupid christian stigmata um but the boss is angry that she isn't there so he like demands that bronson like come back and explain why she didn't show up at work
0: yeah and bronson's like no i'm not telling um so you want to have a a horse face contest yeah (laughs) Parker's like, yes, and also gay chicken. Fine, <laughs> fine. So they do that. That was fun. Once again,
3: millimeters from one another's face throughout this scene.
1: I thought they were going to start clacking their foreheads together like certain rams. <laughs> <you know. laughs>
3: I love that My note here, by the way, is Bronson is angry talking. That's his angry talking face.
1: <laughs> There's also this-, this amazing moment after their little t- tense standoff with their butt chins um (laughs) you're gonna fucking dock each other on the chin he goes look we're gonna bring peace to the world who has a problem with that and then bronson says said the spider to the fly which is how i'm going to respond to everything i don't like for the rest of my (laughs) life
0: (laughs) and also so if this guy had said like I'm going to help trap the world in a web of evil. That would have been innocuous at this point. <laughs> I feel like, what are we? Yeah, but
3: again, the, the, but the conceit of this movie and of this religion on which it is based is that if anyone seems to be getting close to world peace, fuck that guy, right? <laughs> so we have to just like uh, go in there with that assumption that if anybody's like, oh, we've achieved world peace, we've got to be like, bad guy. How long? That's yeah. <laughs> how many exactly
0: years will that be?
3: Sees him. I I love too. Like how they 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 clearly have heard words used in movies before, but didn't understand why they were being used at those moments. Because they have all of these moments in the script where, like, this would make sense if other words were at the center of it. Give you an example. He says, you know, he's like, if anyone wants to stand between us and world peace, we'll have to eliminate them. To which Bronson says, "Eliminate. Don't beat around the bush here." What do you mean? I'm like, I feel like eliminate really does say at all. That is very
1: clearly murder that person. The torn out page of like, I, I mean, I no, I was very clear. Kill. I, yeah. I kill. <laughs> Don't I play coy with me. What are
2: your <laughs> plans?
3: You didn't even name a weapon. Yeah. So, but Bronson isn't buying this world peace bullshit. So he calls grandma's house to look for. Uh, Helen, who's not there, but there is some evil guy going through her stuff. Why? No reason. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. There is a reason. It's amazing. Technically. It's amazing. Technically, there's a it's reason. an amazing reason. Remember this scene. Put a pin in this fucking scene. <laughs> there was a guy going through Hel- Helen's grandma's shit. It was when Domi he called. or Probert,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was one of the two. Of it was Domi. Them. <laughs> it's the shorter one.
3: Um, and, and now, of course, we have to get this, this, scene where they in painful detail explain to grandma who's watching this how a
0: 12 second delay works (laughs) oh my god so weird yeah parker he's the like Antichrist minion guy who Mm -hmm. shoots him someone and now runs wnn (laughs) he he goes up to the tech guy and he's like so you know i'm worried about somebody saying something and the guy's like oh i'll give you a give you a 12 second delay and parker has to ask he's like oh what's a 12 second delay i've heard of 10 second delays <laughs> yeah it's like that but bigger this is like a 2 minute dialogue we have in this movie
1: it is he's like it's a delay of 12 seconds i wanted him so badly to be like what's a 12 second delay and for the other guy to just be like
2: <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs>
0: And scene.
1: Oh, shit. This is also where Uh, we cut to um, the totally real rabbi and priest talking about how fantastic uh, Macaroni (laughs) and Cheese is. And the uh rabbi, the priest is sort of doing his thing, but the guy playing the rabbi is leaning on the banister in the craziest – the only way – if you watched uh, the Ben Stein movie, the way that that Jewish guy was just always lounging – I think it's genetic. Like that might be the new Tay-Sachs is like our lower ribs don't work.
0: That's your nine.
1: He's about to to start singing, come to me, melancholy baby. (laughs) And the
3: message of what he's saying as he so precariously lounges is – the most important thing to take away from this is that uh, Macaluso is God. You know, he's he's the he's the real deal, and the rabbis agree. I love that they have a Christian and a Jew both agreeing that this guy is God. They will not let the Muslims play.
0: <laughs> I wanted to walk into a bar later and just start fucking with people. <laughs> Another small detail, by the way these these leaders all met in Bonn, Germany, not a part of the Roman Empire in biblical times. No. Nope. <laughs>
1: It turns out also uh, this actor's Jewish voice. Think of Noah doing all accents. That's then you nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) He was a communist Jew.
3: Uh, But at any rate, so now he's on to announce that they have reached a full and comprehensive peace agreement for guess how, guess what? Guess how long? Seven
1: years. I I wanted him so badly to be like six years and wait, wait, (laughs) Seven months, bunch of disappointed Christians are like, ah, man, I thought I was just really mad at this really successful UN representative. <laughs> okay, everybody, calm down.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, Ban Ki-moon would probably try a little harder to make something like this happen if a fucking third of the world wouldn't call him the Antichrist when he <laughs> made it. Right. Fucking deal. God damn it. Well, I,
3: I love, too, that he just sort of tacks on like it's just a writer. He goes, oh, and by the way, it comes with a new constitution for the entire planet. <laughs> also, by the way, in case you – yeah, right. So, yeah. So, And then, of course, Helen is watching this all unfold from a hotel room where she's in hiding somewhere, um, talking to herself
0: and then to God, which is the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Right. She's just saying her thoughts out loud so that – we the audience can understand the plot apparently. I, yeah. I
1: guess. Also, a uh, music note here. Jesus rode into town on a horse made of justice. <laughs>
0: Haas and Little Joe are spying on me.
2: (laughs) It could
3: not be more bizarrely high noon Jesus music. And again, if you pay attention to the lyrics in any of the songs in this movie, they are all fucking amazing. Because it's whatever the style is, they're singing about Jesus coming and murdering a bunch of people and the world catching on fire. Anyway, so she leaves and she's
1: driving now and the bad guys are driving behind her. And we get a Canadian car chase. Ladies and gentlemen, this (laughs) is just people driving 33 miles an hour. (laughs) Can't forget my signal. It's not this turn. I just Just want you to know. Waving people in at the (laughs) intersection. The The slowest, most polite car chase. (laughs) I get milk with more abandon than this car chase.
3: <laughs> and he's a vegan. So, yeah, and uh, it, so at one point, and it's, it's almost impossible to tell what's going on here because it doesn't even seem, you have to like
0: retroactively realize that this was a car chase. Well, you can't see sometimes because they're shooting directly at the headlights of the car for about half of it. <laughs>
3: they are. Stupid. Stupid. So at one point, though, while they're shooting directly at the headlights, she gets out of the car and runs off to hide in the bushes. The bad guy stops, steps out of his car, sees that her car is running with the door open, and he says, she must have gone up on the roof.
0: Classic. (laughs) Classic. It's the old run out of the car, hide in the bushes (laughs) trick, so they assume I'm on the roof trick. (laughs)
1: What a weird fucking thing to think. (laughs) He's been playing too much Assassin's Creed i guess (laughs) everyone everyone look for a big thing of hay she's gonna land in that (laughs) so anyway so
3: we leave her in peril or whatever running away um and then we cut back to bronson who's now leaving work mumbling to himself about seven-year treaties prophesied in the bible
1: right but he's doing like a Like a comedy bit? Like it could have been a five-year treaty. No. Could have been a (laughs) 10-year treaty, but no. Had to be seven years. (laughs) So he gets in
3: his car and there's a package waiting for him that contains a Bible and a cassette tape. This was made in 1998 or it was released in 98 anyway. I just want to point that out. We were beyond cassette tape in 98. Anyway, so it has a cassette tape with yet more Christian evangelism on it for
1: us to listen to. And this yeah. is our answer to why doesn't God show himself? And the answer is if you wonder why God doesn't provide any proof, you should stop asking for proof. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> yep. That's your proof. So here's the apologetic that they
3: just crammed into this movie with no setup or no reason whatsoever. God doesn't show himself because without faith, you wouldn't believe in the afterlife. If you had proof that the afterlife existed, you wouldn't have faith in it. That is their fucking, that is their A to B
1: to A logic. This is like a high school logic problem. I feel like I should solve for Q at some point. (laughs) during this tape. Also, uh, music note here. Let me put some rose petals on this heart-shaped bed and wait for you with this rose in my teeth.
0: <laughs> yeah. Kind of felt like, hey, you want to lose your virginity to the bangles or boys to men? <laughs> Both. 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 <laughs> Perfect. We'll just play Also, Nat King Cole's Christmas album. Alright, let's do that. Do you have a splitter? Either You're another not picturing splitter? me
1: losing my virginity to the band boys to men and the band the bangles. You're not the audience we know and <laughs> love. <laughs> Gentle lovers, like, boys to
3: men. If hmm. I could get that on a T-shirt, I'd wear it. So, so now we get to one of the most amazing moments in the history of film. This is okay. So Bronson goes driving and eventually winds up in a graveyard. He's going to talk to his father's gravestone because you know how atheists like to talk to dead people, anyway. So he's going to go and talk to his father's gravestone about how his dad could be Christian
1: even when the evidence all suggested that he's wrong. Yep. And I wanted so badly for the grave to turn into a Jim Henson Muppet that talks back. Like, I wanted so badly a reverse shot for the ivy to open up and be like, Hello, Bronson. Notice you've got your dad's forehead.
0: <laughs> yeah. If your dad was indeed a gravestone. Um, but uh, here's the actual conversation we get. Oh, please. With the gravestone. not The Muppet would have been way better than this. But dad's like, so, uh, yeah, this guy... Franco Macaluso he brought peace to the world is is that good and then nothing Dad's a dead person you know, no, yeah, Right. That's right yeah. that's
3: the whole thing 12 second delay um so he he and and, and of course this and this is this absolute oscar clip right Uh, He puts everything he's got into this scene with his dead dad. But then he runs to the car to check his Bible because apparently he just remembered something from the book of Revelations or whatever
1: and found it with one page turn of the Bible. Well, now he the moonlight shines on dad's grave and the quote on dad's grave is this verse in Thessalonians about how the dead will disappear during Revelation. Oh, is that
3: what was, I got, That's I gotcha. Right. Okay. Cause my note here was, how can they not know how opening a Bible works? Um, but, uh, you know, okay. But they, they did, okay. As long as they cover that up. Yeah. It was a moonlight. And his dad was
1: like, <laughs> Hey, uh, when I go and they were like, what Bible passage do you want? And he was like, What do most people get? And they're like, Oh, you know, some people get John 3.16. Some people get now I've laid to rest. And he was like, Isn't there one about dead people vanishing after the apocalypse? <laughs> like their bodies literally like pooh! Like yeah I want that one
3: <laughs> All right so it was even more surprising then to me than it was to you what when happened in the so next scene
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh I wish to live your experience so <laughs> Just watching this movie and the guy's like, "Fuck it!" He starts digging up the
0: grave. <laughs> yeah, he he digs up his father's grave. In about ten seconds, he's six feet under and a large berth around it. Yeah, he's right. got a coffin. Oh, and
1: Crazy Billionaire Money remake of this movie, exact same movie, but he opens up the coffin and the body's in there, and he's just like, "Ah, oh, ah." Oh. <laughs> Oh, hmm. fuck. I don't know how I'm going to explain this to anybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a note that says I murdered several people.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why I'm still here.
3: <laughs> but, of course, instead he opens up the coffin that he's just dug up by hand with a shovel in an evening <laughs> and his dad's clothes are all folded up inside, his funerary clothes, which brings up the question what they do with cremated people. I, I, and I just mean in O C because I know they're supposed to like come back to life or whatever, but in OCD rapture, the, do the ashes that formed their clothes get put into a neat little pile or something? Yeah,
0: I think that, that exactly. would make Exactly, pyramidal. Sense. That would make the most sense. Okay, all right, Yeah. yeah. I really wanted him to put the suit on, though. At this point, just be like, "Oh, that's cool. a, nice, a pretty nice, pretty nice, pretty nice suit." He's folded it. <laughs> seems dry cleaned. It's
1: clean and pressed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Collar days. So, <laughs> I'm gonna do some Norman Bates stuff later.
3: Yeah. So, and of course, Dad's Bible was also there, and he opens the Bible and discovers that it says the same thing in that passage as his Bible, which seems to surprise him for some reason. And now it's day six. We're getting there. We're almost done. And of course, we're back at the goddamn news set because that's the only set that they had. An evil guy is telling one of the techs to like, oh, splice this other footage in or whatever to make it look like
1: people like Macedonia better than they do or whatever. And and his his goons have Helen under arrest. Now, I don't think that of a news network can have people arrested. Yet. It, I mean, well, Trump's getting there. Trump's <laughs> getting, don't get me wrong. Bannon's on board with that. I'm just saying.
0: Also, did she fuck up the roof trick? Like she I, got. You're and right. She's like, wait, don't go on the roof. Fuck! You're right here.
4: <laughs> I'm right here.
3: They were waiting around that pile of hay. That's, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so, yeah, but we did not see the part where this happened, right? She, she is just all of a sudden now captured. Again, this pays off in the most amazing possible way, but it, it, she, so she just shows up and we're just, oh, she's now captured. I see. Um, and this is where they, they talk so that he can monologue about the plot and how secretly evil Macaroni Salad really is.
1: Oh, my God. And, and, and then, OK, we cut to Macaroni Salad, like, giving a speech and his speech is like, you have snitches among you. Uh, and, and the crowd, we, we like get a quick cut of the crowd, which includes Santa for some reason, like, rah, rah. <laughs> He's so pretty and, and the news reaction, this is the exact quote, every reaction is the same, down with the haters.
3: That's what they actually say, the haters. The
1: haters. They yep. will
3: use this term throughout the rest of the film to denote the people who don't like the Antichrist.
1: And and then they cut to this fucking interview, this man on the street interview where everyone's just like running by, running by. And one guy – this is how they set this scene up. One guy stops like he's going to say fuck her right in the pussy and she she sort of looks at him and and he goes – he goes like – and she goes like, oh, um, what do you think, sir? And he starts to be like, oh, well, I don't like the Christians and then it pivots and there's another woman next to him. So we're supposed to believe this running crowd just stopped, and they're like, all right, everyone line up for your interview, <laughs> which is unasked, unprovoked interview.
0: <laughs> and she says, we're all gods. Got to kill the haters. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, right. Okay, so – and that's the important thing that we have to point out here is that when the Antichrist is making his speech, he starts off by saying, guess what, guys? You all have magic powers. Hooray. And I'm going to teach you how to use all those magic powers. Just as soon as we kill all the Christians and everyone is on board. The actual quote from the lady at the very end, she goes, whatever it takes, we got to get rid of those haters that stand in our way.
0: Yeah, that's wow. Reason rally in a nutshell. (laughs)
1: That's
0: the message.
1: That's what that girl sang
0: about.
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So now we get more news footage of non-Christians being persecuted with voices over top saying, look at all the Christians being persecuted.
1: And this was, like, really the grossest part of the movie. It was the like worst this, part, yes. Because they they show, like, actual police beatings and actual dead bodies and actual, like, real tragedy. And they're like, this is what it's going to be like for us. And it's like, you mean w- what it's like when you do this to other people? Like I recognize some of these from, like, being your fault. And they're like, ah, that, nah, this is a movie. Come on. Yeah,
3: and, and also it's got, again, because everything has crazy inappropriate... Music and this has sort of like a whatever, like three people dancing in a field together kind of a feel to it while we're watching actual footage of people being beaten to death in, in the streets and shit. And then this, this montage, this horrible, horrible montage eventually feeds right into a report from Bronson about all of the Bible burning that everyone's enjoying
1: together. And, and again. I, I know that a lot of these movies are like, no, you, you do that. But again, Christians, <laughs> that's you're the ones who do the book really. burning. Says yes. your thing, not ours. Right. Yeah, can you imagine if atheists
3: acted like us? That's the conceit of this film. Um, I, I love, too, this is an actual line. He goes, the world is united in a common hatred of Christianity and Jesus Christ. So it's not just you, it's the
1: horse you <laughs> rode in on, too. Right. And, and that's when he breaks through and he's like no i'm telling you this is all wrong we're doing it all wrong and they use that handy dandy 12 second delay that we heard about earlier and he gets (laughs) arrested by the random atheist cnn police
0: i get well of course why would that not be a thing an important little detail here agent domi's right there in the uh the booth and he tells the tech guy to record this anyway, even though we're using the twelve second delay. Record it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this little conversation—it happens at full volume, like two feet away from the anti-gravity <laughs> <Indian> guy who's <laughs> right, on right. the whole show.
3: Whisper, whisper, whisper. Yeah. Um, and and so yeah, so he gets arrested, and now finally, it is day goddamn seven. Um They stole this vehicle from Buster Keaton, by the way. One week, much much better movie, and it's short. It's a short. Anyway, so now it's day seven. And I, I just, I, I have to say, this rapture looks awesome.
1: Yeah, it's, a, again, more music festivals. Well, right, it's yeah, because that's... a series of shots of everyone from port towns in Washington. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. It's a worldwide
3: boneroo in the middle of this fucking apocalypse. Um, so of all the apocalypses that we could live out, this is the one I want most. Pl- plus, you'd have all these clothes. You know, there'd be, like, something in your size, I'm sure. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Neatly so, folded. Yeah,
1: well, right, and pressed, and pressed, still with the pins in them and I shit. I wouldn't have to steal panties anymore. Ooh,
0: I like this. <laughs> you still could, though. Ooh. if you wanted to. That's true. It's like
1: part of the thrill of the hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Coming for you, Kelly Kellberg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nine, ten, <laughs> eleven,
1: twelve. So all the Christians are in this, like, horse trailer, which is... Supposed to be a jail oh. thing, and, <laughs> yeah. and Bronson and Helen end up in the same jail. Meet <laughs> mute, mute, cute, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what are the
0: chances? Yeah. <laughs> They're like walking in two lines of prisoners. I wanted them to just like stop both lines to have a talk. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it was fun. And, and also, I love the
3: little, because like, uh, there's a scene here where like the guards are roughing him up, you know, oh. and, they, they, and it's like such obvious Jesus parallels to where the one guy says at one point, he's like, and, and I, I swear this is the goddamn line. He says, "I hereby dub you King of the
1: Haters." Oh my, it's amazing. Yeah. He also has this great moment where he fake punches him and it's not the fakest punch that still goes to the Mormon musical, but yeah. it's like his hand goes straight up in the air and Bronson goes the wrong direction and when he stands <laughs> up, he's got ketchup on his chin. It's just everything is in the wrong place and the wrong right. way. <laughs>
0: And Helen's like, you remember when you said my friends were bitches? I, when we get, let's get back into that. If we're in the same Holocaust truck, horse, van, train thing, we're going to talk about this.
1: It's and never the right time. It's never the right time.
3: <laughs> the funniest thing that happened in this movie was the location scouting. I'm sure that that was the most hilarious. Like if you could be involved in one portion of this film and only one, that
0: would have been your fly-on-the-wall moment. <laughs> the location scouting was a uh, drawer full of old tapes so
1: (laughs) and and this is where we learn that uh bronson's gonna be publicly executed on tv that that everyone's watching and i feel like that's a little bit of a shift like don't get me wrong i think i'd be into the whole music festival thing but i think when they were like all right next up we're gonna kill bill maher on national television i'd be like that's weird (laughs) And the the thing is, is okay. they they didn't let him go live
3: with the stuff that he said, right? Because like he made the public declaration of, oh, no, this guy's the Antichrist and Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But they cut him off. So nobody knows that. So now they're just killing this reporter that everyone knows for a reason they don't know. Anyway, yeah. So they announced that this is a day of love complete with an execution. And that's (laughs)
1: everyone's pretty stoked. And, And so basically, as he's being like led out. Right, Helen is in the other horse trailer, and she mm-hmm. she she yells at him this weird like pep talk. She's like, "You have to understand, Brunson. We had a plan, and I had a plan, but we didn't trust God's plan. Whose plan do you think is better?" And he's like, "I, I don't know. This one seems to involve me dying." So <laughs> <laughs> ours. Did you try hiding on the roof? <laughs> well, not the roof. Shit. That's.
3: I made the same mistake. It's okay, And yeah, because like all Rapture movies, we have to at some point acknowledge that nothing that any of the characters do matters because it's God's fucking plan. So once again, they have erased it. They get to the end of the movie and it's like, oh, we could have just stayed at home and played along. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So now they come get Bronson and they lead him out to kill him. Uh, But first, he's got to give a little pep talk to everybody else in the cell.
1: Yeah, and even worse, pep, his pep talk is, look, nobody is going to touch a hair on our heads unless God allows that to happen. In which case, that's going to suck for us. But, but. Still. Uh, still, huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Enjoy this music footage that Enya didn't use. Yeah, are right? <laughs> And also
3: I love too on the way out they're like they're 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 telling him like you like good ratings, right? Well your execution is expected to get great ratings. I'm like, that was nice of them to tell him that. (laughs) I would want to know.
1: And then just as they're about to he literally turns to him and goes, Ten seconds to midnight, and then just as they're about to hang him, his super out of context motivational speech appears on TV because it turns out Dan from Sports Night, who was one of the bad guys, was a good guy after all. And he's the one, by the way, that was looking through
3: grandma's shit earlier. So I believe what we're supposed to think is that he was convinced by grandma's stuff. Yeah. Right. Like he, too, watched grandma's video collection and became convinced that he was working for the Antichrist. So he launched this massive plan, which includes, by the way, the fact that he was secretly filming when she was talking to the minion guy who was admitting that Macaluso was really an evil person.
1: Yeah. He's Ledger's the Joker would have thought this plan was too complicated. <laughs> um, but there's this amazing moment. So he's locked himself in the producer's room and he's playing this on TV and the bad guy is like, get that off of there, get that off of there. But he's locked himself in. And they have really long shots of people like through the glass being like, hey, fuck you. Fuck you, Tony. The Listen!
3: Stop! Yeah, but right. They can't pound on the glass because they can't afford it. If they broke something, right?
2: Yeah, but
1: but the scene is like eight minutes long, so you can see like there's a guy in the back who's just windmilling his arms, just like ah. <laughs> Loud noises! <laughs> I'm also upset. This gesture isn't taken. He <laughs> just starts doing King Tut in the background. <laughs> Hey, Macarena, Macarena, Macarena.
3: (laughs) We got it, right? And of course, the whole montage ends with that same televangelist from earlier, the poor man's Jim Baker or whatever, telling us about how we should just take Jesus into our life right now, just in
1: case. And like most people are like, what the fuck is this? But we see one or two people are being convinced by this yeah
3: exactly exactly that's this movie saying i know you think this is bullshit but i bet somebody who watches it doesn't i know you think this is bullshit but i don't uh, uh, right yeah exactly exactly um and then of course we get some quotes at the end where it's like the tribulation period will last for seven years but we're only gonna make you suffer through the first seven days you're welcome and then a few bible quotes and the whole thing wraps
0: day eight no where it's, done. it's no, done yeah no <laughs> thank
3: god <laughs> All right. So, whenever it's possible, I always like when we get uh, through these movies, I, I always check the IMDb trivia page. And most of them don't have an IMDb page that we do, but I always see if there's anything worth bringing up. And, and, and there's not. In in fact, when I searched it, IMDb asked me, like, if I was sure twice and then offered up a suicide prevention hotline number. <laughs> but, but there was something listed in factual errors for this movie that struck me as amazing. Okay. This is a direct quote. This is
0: fantastic. <laughs>
3: Franco Macaluso is the Antichrist. He sometimes wears glasses. This would not occur in reality because the Antichrist (laughs) is Satan, a fallen angel, and he cannot be killed. Therefore, he would not need glasses to correct his vision. That is listed under a factual (laughs) error. Now, I have plenty of issues with the logic in that, with the factuality, et cetera, et cetera, but the biggest problem I have is, like, that for someone out there, that is where the movie lost them. Really glasses? Just like,
1: "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, this is bullshit. (laughs) Dear... Logan Brother Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Once again I find myself forced to correct a everyday oversight. As you know, I am currently working as the Star Wars consultant on the Star Wars yeah. holiday special. <laughs>
3: Right, right. I'm sure he tweets as the helpful <laughs> fundamentalist.
1: Uh, so,
3: but but I figure, though, like, this is a clear indication that IMDb could really use our help. So in the spirit of this factual error, are there any other factual errors you'd like to suggest
0: for this movie's IMDb page? Uh, let's see. Chemical weapons do not follow you around like a cartoon cloud. Pretty sure that's not Like not how a that cartoon works.
1: Nazi cloud.
0: Um, Africa's not in Europe. No, 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 good one, good one.
1: Totally realistic that God would fold people's clothes, but uh, plastic collar stains? Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) 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 One star.
3: (laughs) Well, unfortunately, we can't use stars to rate this flick because they have all fallen to the earth in this universe. So rather than rating this movie on a traditional scale, I thought we could sum it up by answering a quick apocalypse related question. What is the worst end-of-the-world scenario that you would choose to experience if it meant you never had to watch this movie again?
0: Ooh. Uh, I'd fuck a human-faced scorpion horse locust thing. Like a hot one. Like (laughs) a hot (laughs) one? Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. I think we've all been there. Um, I'm going to go with Muslim Apocalypse, bunch oh, of white-haired wow. kids, easy pass to hell, plus my own angel who's super upset at how into being led around by chains and eating filth I am. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else, guys. This
3: is all I got. I, I just I have the two, I'm a two-trick pony here. You wait till we get to the soup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a vegan. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> and uh, i guess well that does it for our review of apocalypse caught in the eye of the storm that's not going to do it for this episode just yet because we still have three more of these motherfuckers to do so eli remind us what's on deck apocalypse 2
1: revelation
3: let's hope for some scorpion horse locusts or something in this one now i i I gotta be honest i'm a little worried (laughs) stock
0: footage of
1: those (laughs) (laughs) they were looking everywhere for it uh by the way there are Three versions of this on YouTube, one in 26 parts, one where the sound <laughs> isn't synced, and one that appears to just be the movie. So, if you like to watch along. <laughs> either of them seem to be fine any of them yeah, right, right exactly. Are really we'll funny. have
3: the one that works on our Facebook page of course <laughs> so with that to look forward to we're going to bring episode 68 to a merciful close once again a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go if you'd like to count yourself among their ranks you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to every episode you can also help us a ton by leaving us a five star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms and if you enjoyed this show be sure to check out our sibling shows the scathing atheist and the skeptocrat available on iTunes Stitcher and wherever else podcast live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. All the music used in this episode was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars and was used with permission. If you like what you hear, hear more by following the links on the show notes for this episode. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close.
0: Move bah. down, Philly, back bah. again. Jesus. Bronson asked God to forgive him and almost went to heaven, but then he rested his chin on his knuckles for a second and went to hell for sodomy.
3: <laughs> the guy who dug Bronson's dad's corpse up years earlier continued to fuck it for almost
1: a decade. Noah told my secret about digging up Bronson's dad's corpse on air, <laughs> and I'm not speaking to him anymore. <laughs> Heath, tell
3: Eli, I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> It was a more dramatic reading than anything that we got in this
1: movie.
0: That's true.
3: I don't mean to pat myself on the back. That is not a compliment well, to me. Well, your
1: forehead fits in a room. So. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. So Heath and I are starting this first one off, and you're coming in later as the gay apocalypse demon? Yeah.
0: All right. One second. Throw that on
3: your uh, business card <clears> as well don't worry we'll cut that out Eli, <laughs> I'm
2: sorry
0: I, just, <laughs> I surprised myself with blackout. that's your 8 <laughs>
1: <laughs> I managed to win it
3: <laughs> alright so I'm going to start over at the beginning of the next scene though. okay the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle in a Thunderstorm LLC, copyright 2016, all rights reserved.